Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show, seen Wednesdays on the Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page and the Great American Collectibles Facebook page. You can also listen to us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by the National Sports Collectors Convention and Sports Collectors Daily. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all your hobby news, features, and more, go to sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now your host, Tom Zappala and Red Sox Hall of Famer, Rico Petroselli. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Rico. Good morning. Good morning. It's wonderful to be with you today on this summer day. It's wonderful. For a night, really. It's wonderful to be vertical. Oh, wait a minute. Come on now. You're a young man, for Pete's sakes. No, it's really good to see you, my man. Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show, Tom Zappler. No, you're not old. No, you are. (laughs) Tom Zappler, Red Sox Hall of Famer, Rico Petroselli. We have a great show today. Today, it's a little different. In a couple of seconds, we're going to bring in our good friend, Al Crisofoli from Love of the Game Auctions. He is en route to the National, and his name is Al Crisofoli, a.k.a. Jackie Jensen. Fair enough? Okay. Right? Uh, you got to explain that. Though. Yeah, we will. Right. And then we have our good friend, our paisan, Charlie Perino from JRI Cards is going to be joining, joining us today from Florida yeah. as a guest host. We love Charlie. You never know what's going to come out of Charlie's guy. mouth. Great guy, and he's very smart. He's a oh, really he's, smart guy. Really, and he's Italian. Well, yeah. Crisofoli, Italian. Petroselli, Italian. Zappler, Italian. Perino, yeah. Italian. Well, and last me. but not least, Scott Russell. From the Collector Connection. Rosselli. Rosselli. He'll be with us at the end. Scott uh, is at the National. And it's kind of like he's going to give us a little report what's going on there. Good. We are leaving. uh, Ellen and I are leaving tomorrow. Yeah. For the National. Looking forward to seeing all of our good friends there. Remember, we're going to be broadcasting on Friday from 1 to 3 on the Burka stage. I'm leaving tomorrow. Stop by. Say hi. We have giveaways. We've got all kinds of good stuff. But before we bring uh, Alan. Yeah. This is our headline. Ready for this one? Fanatics. PWCC founder Brent Higgins pot ways. Two months after acquiring Trading Card Marketplace, PWCC, Fanatics has has severed ties with the company's founder. Over the weekend, Fanatics sent a memo to PWCC employees indicating that CEO Brent Higgins was no longer running the company. Fanatics released a statement to Sports Collectors Daily Sunday night confirming the change. Fanatics and PWCC PWCC CEO Brent Higgins have made the mutual decision to part ways. To ensure a smooth transition until the next CEO CEO is in place, the Fanatics Collectibles leadership team will oversee the business, partnering close with the PWCC leadership team. As we continue to work together to unlock synergies, I love that word, synergies, and deliver a best-in-class collector experience, if you want to read the rest of the article, you can go to sportscollectorsdaily.com, our good friend, yeah, but... uh, Rich Miller and the gang there do a great job. What's your take on that? Great. Yeah, I I was going to say, it's nice to have the mom and pops. uh, He wasn't a mom and pop. Company. He wasn't a mom and pop. I'm not saying he was a mom. Well, compressed. Who was? Brent. Yeah, but I'm talking about, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, Fanatics and some of the big ones. I'm talking about Gigantic. Well, if they buy out Oh, I see what you're saying. That's a good point. They're a great company. Don't get me wrong, but if they buy out everybody, then it won't have let's bring in Well, let's bring in our first guest, dear friend, Mr. His name is Jackie Jensen. No, his nickname. Why, why, why? Al Crisofoli from Love of the Game Auctions. Now, Al is on the phone with us. He is driving... To the national. Al, where are you right now? I'm in the middle of Indiana. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, nice. Al, you know, with all due respect, I know you're you're a successful businessman. The, the company does very very well, and you're driving from <laughs> Kingston, New York, to Chicago. Is there any particular reason I, for that? <laughs> I don't. I don't fly. I don't. What do you think? I drive. I, I'm driving all over the country. You think I? <laughs> Go through 309 exits of Pennsylvania boredom because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're just adverse to flying, are you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I took my last 
uh, flight in 1999. So if you were a professional baseball player, you'd be out. He'd be out, right, Rick? No. Well, he could take... Uh, I'd be like uh, no, he, I'd be like Nolan Ryan. I'd just only play the home games. <laughs> Good point. But uh, what about a train? You know, that's, they're so safe. <laughs> I, no, love he, take, he, I love taking the train. I'm taking the train. I took the train all the way across Canada once. No kidding. That's now, nice. Are you driving alone right now? I am. And I am. I mean, do you have like a U? How you attached to a U-Haul? No, I rented a. I rented an SUV. Okay. I, you know, we we tra- we travel light. It's this is fine. <laughs> so, so is your stuff already there? It's in the vehicle. It's in the vehicle with me. Wow. Oh, oh, I'm good. the mom and pop that Rico was just talking about. <laughs> hey, what is well, your you take? What, your, what is your take on this PWCC thing, Al? The memo? Well, you know, you know. I think it was. I think it was probably trimmed and cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean that was just a matter. I mean, we we all knew that was going to happen, correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I. I live in this. I live in this fantasy world where, you know, people get what's coming to them. And, you know something? And, uh, I can't disagree with you on this. You know, I cannot. Hmm? I said I cannot disagree with you on this one. Uh, well, let us know. Yeah. I mean, what is this between you two guys? Well, no, see, Rick. If you were, if you yeah, read the no. news I, I several did. years ago, um, as you know, you oh. realized that PWCC used to be a, a, a sponsor of the show. I know. And yes. then we got a, a memo from PSA asking us to drop them because I hadn't seen the headline. Right. And the reason being yeah. was because there was some shenanigans going on with trimming cards and all of that. Uh-huh. So we had to let them yeah. go. We had a potting of the ways. Okay. And actually, isn't this? I mean, go ahead. He's a very wealthy man. I mean, it's not like it's not like uh, you know. I don't think we need to feel bad for him. No, I agree. Isn't know? there isn't there some pending litigation going on too, Al? I'm unaware of anything like that. All right, because I, I, I hadn't I heard I that there yeah. was still some I, – again, I could be totally wrong, but there was possibly some litigation uh, mm-hmm. going on, uh, you know, from that that uh, uh, incident uh, way well, out. But anyway, look, I, it happens. Like I, you know, I, I, it remains to be seen what, what the final, like, fanatics, you know, thing is going to look like. How, who are they going to own? How much of the hobby are they going to dominate? It, you know, it, are are they going to? You know, but but early results are are that they want to run, uh, you know, sort of ethically and and clean. And and uh, there's you can't do anything but commend that. Oh, I you totally know, agree with needs, you. Sure, the hobby needs that. Totally Understand agree. That. As a matter yeah. of fact, the second part of this headline, I didn't read the whole thing. It says in two. Th- so this is public. In 2019, PWCC was also under the microscope regarding altered cards uh, that had surfaced in the marketplace with a group of collectors in a blowout cards forum, tracing many of them to PWCC auctions to an East Coast dealer. The company said at the time it was working with law enforcement and PSA on the matter. Um, yeah. And P- oh, PSA wound I, I up uh, ixnaying them. But anyway. All right, Al, so yeah. let's talk about the... Uh, uh, you know, you've got some. You've got the uh, the national coming up. You have an auction that's coming right around the corner. Tell us about some of the cool yep. stuff that you're going to be displaying there. So we're bringing a bunch of uh, Black Sox related stuff with us to the to the show this year, just because it's in Chicago or it's outside Chicago. Very cool. And we've got a lot in this auction. We've got um, you know the auction after we back. So so uh, you know we're bringing a lot of the. From from not bringing with me just because it's so big. Yeah, is uh, is this really cool historically significant piece that was? Um, it's a it's, it's back in 1917. Uh, Clark Griffith uh, ran this whole fundraising Losing to send yeah. athletic equipment. Al, Al, you you're breaking up a little bit. Just. I told you he's going to be in a zone where it's just... Yeah, he's in Indiana, that's why. Uh, you're breaking Indiana. up a little bit. I think it was just... Uh, uh, no. <coughs> God, did I lose you? 
I, you can't sound like a Martian. No, that's that's weird. I, I got full strength. Are you guys traveling too? No, actually, we're not. <laughs> so, so you have some you have some Black Sox stuff. I've got some Black Sox stuff. I've got a, a lot of old judges, uh, old judge uh, Hall of Famers, tons of them, which is which is great because cool. I think 19th century stuff is really uh, is really coming on strong. And uh, and the other thing that I have in this next auction that I'm not bringing with me that's really cool is it's a um, you know, back in, in uh, World War One, Clark Griffith ran a fundraising campaign where he, he they raised money um, to send athletic equipment to the American troops serving overseas. And and uh, what we found is a whole trunk uh, filled with with um, bats and shin protectors and, cool. and masks. And it was discovered in an auction in France. Wow, and, uh, they're they, all Louisville uh, sluggers. They're great. Yeah. They're all Louisville sluggers and and Spalding bats. Wow, with the YMTA stamp and the and the Knights of Columbus stamp, uh, because those organizations are very involved in transporting this stuff over. Um, yeah. You know, Ty Cobb branded bats oh. and, and uh, oh. Eddie Collins. It's just a really really cool collection. Yeah, it's just a big thing to the national. A real history. That's something. Uh, wow, great. But yeah, yeah. The yeah. true, you know, the yeah, troops. Great. They must have had a, a real fun time in between the bombs and the, uh, you know, playing a little baseball, yeah. pitching, and the you know, bullets going by. But uh, what the heck did they? You mean where? Where did they use that stuff? I wonder. Well, they 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 were stationed over there a long time after the war. Yeah, play games. So, oh, so after. they were bored out of their mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. during as well when they, you know you get your R and R, I guess, and you you know they pull you off the line and you get a you know some breaks. Yeah. Um. But but uh. You know. But you know. I guess American troops were were in France for a long time after the war was over, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh. So you know there were actually Johnny Absolutely. Evers. Uh, was one of the Knights of Columbus, um, they called them field secretaries, that went over there with these trunks, these trunks of equipment and, yeah. and distributed that's them to, cool. uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, to troops in, at American aid stations. It's very cool. cool. I thought they were sending them to the guys on the line, no, you know, no, in, the, no. in the bunkers. Jeez. <laughs> I know. We got about a minute left. Uh, and folks, don't forget, uh, we're going to be broadcasting from 1 to 3 on the Burka stage, and Al will be joining us in the first hour. Al, I can't remember. I think it's the first hour. I can't. Re- yeah, I'll I don't text remember you. either. I, think, but I, I can't I think wait to see you guys. Yeah, I think it's the first hour. Al's going to be on stage with us for about ten minutes. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about the hobby and talking about what's going on at his booth. Uh, Al, I look forward to That's seeing great. you, man. Drive carefully, please. Yeah, yeah. And please, folks. Make, I will see. You. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, make sure you stop by the Love of the Game uh, auction booth. And you don't know the booth number off the top of your head. No shot, right? Ops. What? That tops is right across from us. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Right across from the tops booth. Perfect marker. All right, Al. We'll see you, uh, see you in a couple of days. Take care. All right, guys. It's Take good care. to talk to you. All right. Al Christofoli from Love of the Game Auctions. You know, Peace remember I mentioned last week, my brother Al lives in Sicily. Yeah. I have him going through any anytime he goes by an antique shop. Yeah. I have him going in there. Yeah, because after the war, I mean, in in Sicily, I mean, DiMaggio was there playing ball. That's what they, they, oh, they uh, right? Sure. I said, go into some of these antique shops. Maybe you'll find some old baseball cards or old baseball memorabilia. Right? Yeah, no, definitely some of Vito Carlioni. <laughs> right. Uh, well, he's got a he's stuff. got a he's got a Vito Carlioni game used gun. Wow. Unbelievable. That's, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that unbelievable? That is. All right, let's bring in uh, Vito Corleone's nephew, <laughs> our good friend, Charlie Perino from J.R.I. Cars. Charles, how are you, brother? Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, Listen, good, good. It's always a pleasure to be with Rico Cardi and Tom Zeppeli. <laughs> <laughs> This is the wrong show? No. This, <laughs> oh, it's Rico and Tom Zach. I wish I could hit like Rico Cardi. Actually, oh, Rico Cardi, he was a good ball player. He was a, are you kidding me? He was 361 years. He's, he's, I know. Look at that. I had the wrong cue card. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. How you guys doing? Charlie, I'm hearing, man, that you right now in Florida, it's like unbearable. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. It's really hot. You can't breathe. It's It's suffocating. 
It's like my mom's kitchen when I was growing up. She was cooking all day. It was like it's like 110 degrees in there. It, it's, it's hot. Uh, you got AC there in the JRI studio, though. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like an igloo in here. We can hang meat up in here and prosciutto, whatever we want. We got a whole railing up here. We can hang cheese. All right. Now, Charlie, before we get into JRI, because Charlie and I were talking off yesterday or the day before yesterday, and I said, Charlie, you know, we get inquiries all the time from people who really love going on and watching you in action because it really is talk about entertaining. You don't know what the hell you're going to be doing. But some of them are still a little confused about the process and how, uh, you know, how to get through it, how to register. We're going to talk about that uh, in, in a couple of minutes. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, I think it's really, really, really uh, important uh, that, you know, we, we walk through that, week. Well, absolutely. I right? mean, people want to know, you know, what, what's – because this is – I mean, it's different and it's special. Exactly. Really, I don't know of any other uh, – Correct. But you know, Charlie, but you're not. At, but you're not. I want to talk about first. You're not going to be at the national, and uh, you're not going to be there this year. However, you have a big, big event that's going to jump the day of the national. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, uh, all entries of a hundred dollars uh, get you an entry to win a card in a 1961 Fleer basketball wax pack. Uh, it's a very rare pack. We opened one up last year on the, at the National Atlantic City on the stage. And this year, we didn't go to Chicago. We're a live show, so it's tough to leave our studio for four or five days. And we're going to do it there like we did last year. But our national giveaway, instead of going there, we're, we're going to do a giant national giveaway. It's a 61 Fleer basketball. I don't even think there's more than maybe three or four for sale per year of these items. And they're, they're a five-figure, six-figure pack. Uh, not five, six-figure Ten twenty thousand dollars uh, for this, and we're going to give everybody who can never afford a card or this pack a chance to win a card. So up until July 29th, we're going to uh, randomize all the entries, and the first six will get a card in that sixty-one. And I think it's going to be great. Now, can you talk about some of the famous players in that sixty-one set? Ah, oh, Will Chamberlain, number one card. You're talking PSA or SGC Beckett, like a five is worth a lot. Jerry West. Don't forget, Tops did, uh, uh, Bowman did 48, Tops did 57, and then they did 61. There were no cards again until 1969. So although they're not their rookie cards, uh, rookie years, they're the rookie cards. Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain, uh, Jerry West, Oscar Robertson. It, it, it's only 66 cards in the series. It was a test issue because no one really liked basketball back in the early 60s and 70s. Now, how much is the buy-in on that, Charlie? Well, we opened one up last year. I forget the uh, buy-in, but this is a this we're giving out cards for free in this pack. That's unbelievable. As a randomization, as a giveaway. So all the entries, the first six people will get a card in that pack, and you wow. could pull Will Chamberlain. I think it's about a million dollars in a ten. Uh, it's and maybe even higher, maybe a couple million. That Nine's is unbelievable. People don't have to be there, right? No, uh, you know. Well, you can watch no. them. No. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know. I'm in the studio now. No, people will buy entries, and then on on the day of the national at Saturday night, I will randomize. Probably got a couple thousand entries or so. I'm going to randomize all the names. Mm -hmm. So if somebody spends a hundred dollars, they can get the third card in that pack, which could be the Will Chamberlain wow. or Jerry West. I tell you what, I went on. Rico, I mean, you may have to dip in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went on Whoa. his site. The uh, I went on the other night. I uh, I spent about a half forty minutes watching him. Yeah. I was so entertained. It was like, oh, I mean, uh, he's, you know, he's, I mean, this is what he does. He breaks open, he'll break open a pack, right? He takes the gum and he, and he just puts it in his mouth and pulls it out and he analyzes the gum. Too much powder. It tastes <laughs> like crap. It's too sweet. Charlie, that was hysterical. <laughs> I, have, I, I developed an immunity to any mold or toxins on that gum. All That's what he did. He, he pulls, he sticks, he sticks some gum in his mouth. He says, Oh, yeah, there's a little mold in this one. <laughs> there was. No, it tastes like, remember, remember Grandma's Closet with the mothballs? When I was little, I used to go in there, I thought they were gumballs. I don't even survive yeah. my, my childhood. Right. Uh, I would pick those and go, this isn't a gumball. <laughs> that is so funny. And then, you know, obviously, he's got the goggles on to break open the, yeah. the pack. Yeah, that's true. And then he'll pick a card. He'll, he'll flip a card and maybe some obsolete player. Like, I can't remember the player, Charlie. Some, I can't remember who it was. It was yeah, a common. Guy's yeah. got dark glasses on. Yeah. He's got a beard, right? 
He says, look at him. He looks like one of the Taliban or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very, like very. Like an or a pedophile. Exactly. <laughs> We're big with the mustaches. Everybody had a mustache. Yeah. So I always make a joke that it was probably from the porn era because everybody had a mustache. I don't know what these guys Ron were Ron Jeremy. That was the guy's <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. That guy Jeremy, yeah. Not that I watched that at all. No, exactly. I- <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, Charlie's going to be with us for the rest of the show. Yeah, we have Scott great. coming on uh, later on. Looking forward to it. Uh, Hang in there, and we shall be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards, and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Number six on the roster, but number six in our hearts. Number one in our hearts. On deck with Rich O'Patricelli. Okay, it is time for our segment. Yeah. And by the way, Charlie, you can chime in here. Our segment, On Deck with Rico, brought to us each week by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great yeah. staff at REA Auctions. Thank you. Don't forget to get your bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service. Yeah. This one was actually emailed to me by our good friend, NPB, North Palm Beach, Joe Marino. Two Joe. questions. Go ahead. Two. Question number one. Should... Dwight Evans be in the Hall of Fame, Rico. You want me to answer one at a time? You said you got two questions. Yeah, this is the first yeah, one. Yeah, Dwight Evans, I played uh, four years with him. 
very underrated. And uh, on the voting, a couple, was two years ago, he came pretty close. Uh, he deserves it. <laughs> Look, uh, the three best right fielders I've seen, Clemente and um, with the Tigers, uh, Joe... Joe uh, Al Kaline? No, Joe Kaline. Uh, Al Kaline and Dwight Evans. Now Defensively, really? Yeah, defensively. Wow. All, all around, all around. I think he, you know, people who might be listening from other parts of the country didn't, obviously didn't see him every day. I played with him every day. He was a great arm. He, he became a, just an outstanding hitter. He was a good power hitter. Oh, yeah. He hit over close to 400 home runs. And, but overall, he really, some of the guys that get in this year, uh, I think Dwight was uh, a lot better. I, I, kind of, I agree with you. Charlie, what he are your thoughts? Strong, he had a strong arm, Dwight Evans. He can gun people out at the plate. I remember. No, he was uh, good. I'm watching. All right, second question. Uh, and Joe Marino, by the way, uh, we give out T-shirts, but you're not getting one. Um, is that fair? Yes. I he owes me stuff. Okay. I, I, I take him to lunch Bring in him Florida. Half a shirt. As a matter of fact, Perino wound up buying him pizzas when he and I went to go visit Charlie. No kidding. Nothing. No, nothing. Next, nothing see. back. Nothing so back. All right. Not, Charlie, he's not getting a T-shirt. No I'll tell you that. Right. No Nope, not even a thread. No. All right. Okay. Second question. Yes. He wants to know, and this is a good question, because I've never asked you this. A lot of players had rituals or habits before a game. Did you have one? Uh, a ritual? Yeah, some kind of a... No, seriously. I mean, not like the guy in the, in the Major League, would you like the candles and stuff. Well, but did you, yeah. have, did you have a routine before uh, a game? No. Spaghetti? No. I don't know of anybody that had one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the pitchers... Uh, so I'll have to take that back. Some of the pitchers might have had it because they were a little more superstitious. Of course, Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs had eat chicken and you know, all kinds of So that of was stuff. all legit. Yeah, that was legit. But uh, the other guys, uh, you know, like myself too, just, uh, you know, got ready for the game, went out to batting practice. We'd come back, maybe change, uh, you know, underwear and stuff and get ready for the game. Did you eat uh, dinner before the game That's or after? Good. That's, I would say uh, – at home uh, before. You did? Yeah. On the road, you might have a little something before. But, you know, in the cities, most of the stuff was closed. But once in a while, you go maybe get a hot dog, and a, not a hot dog, but a hamburger and French fries, and then sit up all night staring at the you know, ceiling <laughs> but with Ajita, you know. But that's how. Before, when you went to the, uh, when you were at bat, I see every player today, back in the day, they had the same ritual. Before every pitch. That's a good question. Yeah. They'll, they'll touch their shoulder. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll wave a little bit. They'll bend their knee. I've seen players yeah. do the same thing like it's a, like it's a rerun. Did you have it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that was different because you, to get set, to get ready, uh, you know, you would have. Like so many falls. Yeah. Swings. So many things, you know, uh, get yourself set in the, in the batter's box, your, your uh, balance, your weight and all that stuff. And then get ready, and that was the, that's the big complaint. That's why, because that took time. And then, yeah. what happened if strike one, get out? Here we go again, right? Fisk, <laughs> Fisk was one of the worst. Why? Oh, Fisk would get out. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> you know they always well, tighten their batting gloves today. Yeah. They, oh yeah, they don't yeah. Even move. Rico, oh, you know who? Noma was. Noma was. Noma was. Yeah. He was notorious. So did I, I've always wanted to ask you this question. One more. I know it's a third question. How, did you you did you go in when when you're on an at bat thinking you were going to take the first pitch? Once in a while, once in a while. For me, I was <laughs> you know if it was there, let it go. But Ted Williams always you know uh, he talked about get a good pitch to hit. If the first one, if you're looking fastball on the first, and it's not a fastball. Curveball or whatever, change up, take it. But doesn't it make sense? And Charlie, chime in here, Rico. Doesn't it make sense if it's if there's four pitches, four balls, and three strikes? Why? What are the odds of a ball being thrown on your first pitch? It's probably pretty high, right? Or no? A ball? It, it being called a ball rather than a Don't strike. Don't forget, there was an era that was uh, in the uh, the brave pitchers. Uh, were very successful at throwing first pitch strike. strikes. First pitch strikes. First pitch strikes. And guys, some hitters 
was right down the middle, they would take it. That was their thing. You know, no matter what, see a pitch. Yeah, I would t- if I was a batter professional, I would always take the first pitch. Well, now they got algorithms to let people, the pitchers know how many times the batter takes. The, a, lot, a lot of guys will take the first pitch. Yeah. Uh, all the time, regardless. Yeah. Right. Bases loaded, nobody out, anything that can happen. They have every stat now. Oh, God. Every stat. Every, every count. It's unbelievable. What the pitcher throws, what the hitter does, it's amazing. All right, Charlie. So, you know, Rico and I were talking. Were we? Yes. What was that? I want you to pretend <laughs> that we have never, ever seen your show. Because I get inquiries. And can you walk us through the whole JRI process? Yes. I, I, how do I sign up? How do I set up an account? How does it work? Go slow okay. because Rico's we're, a little we're, slow. We're live five days a week. So you don't have to have the FOMO of missing a show. We're live five days a week, sometimes six. Uh, from 6 o'clock till 10. But throughout the whole course of the day, 24-7, you go to jricards.com, and first thing you do is register for an account. Name, address, you know, the the basic items, because we have a rewards program. Every time you buy something, we'll give you some reward points, and you can use that at checkout to reduce your cost. Okay, now, when you're saying buy something, that means when you're offering a card and someone, if it's 100 bucks buy-in, they paid a hundred bucks. They buy the card and they get points for that. They get points right okay. away. Okay. Now, uh, after you have an account and you buy a spot in one of our cards, don't forget all our cards, all our vintage packs are graded, unsearched, and sealed. So we don't open them till it sells out. Most packs have 10, 12, 18 cards in them, depending on the era. Uh, you buy a spot, you buy one card, or you can buy two or three in the pack because there's only about two or three hits maybe in the whole pack of a 12-pack seller, maybe only one, and your goal is to try to get that one card. Some people will buy the whole pack, but Mm. in the gist of things, you buy one spot, let's just say for $100. Like Rico signs up, he buys, he has an account, he'll get points. Now, the pack's got to sell out. When it sells out, you'll get an automatic generated email. We're going to open the pack on this day, maybe uh, on the same day, and at that point, the pack comes out, I crack it open. I randomize the names before I open it. So you don't know what spot you're in. Now, if you're spot one, maybe you don't want that guy, but that's the breaks uh, of that whole point. All right, now, hold on. So when you when you crack open a slab, do you uh, read the person's – I know it's on the top left-hand corner you have the list of people that buy in. Yes. But you do read their names also, correct? Yeah, one at a time. We, ran, we have our little dice shaker here, a little Parcheesi cup with the dice that are in there. We randomize the names – and then everybody gets their order. Then I'll open the pack, and I'll be spot one, Tom Zappola. Spot two, Rico Cardi. Spot three, Joe Marino. And I'll keep going down the line until we get that hit, uh, whatever error or whatever sport it may be at that point. So people don't buy the spot themselves? In other words, I want to buy spot one. Yeah. Now, one, two, three are sold, and Tom says, I want to, I want to buy in. Well, you have to take four. Well, that's no. good. Go ahead. Minimum one. Minimum one card. No, so, no, no, I don't no. mean you take two, but say the first three are taken by three different people. That's what the dice is for, though, right, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. When it, there's, there's 10 cards so it does, I see. and there's 10 different people, nobody knows what card they're getting okay. yet. They're getting All a right. card in the pack, but yeah. they don't know what order yet. And that's the right way to okay. do it. This way, right. you don't say, I, I want slot four. Yeah. He rolls the dice, and you may get slot six. No, but... Uh, Right, you wouldn't have the dice if you did it that way. The, the way you he, just right, the way he does it. But, that, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's a smart so, thing, Charlie. So we right, yeah. That, that's so great. we we open the pack, whatever card number you have. We call it a spot or a card number. It can go either way. And then if Rico, if you were spot six, and then I open up the pack in my hand, you're waiting. And when I get the card six, if it's Clemente or Aaron or Mickey Mantle, you got the big hit. And there could yeah. be two in there. We opened the 1960 pack one time. And there were two Yogi Berras in there, two. Uh, they did this back in the 60s and 70s to encourage kids to trade. We had nothing else to do. We had no internet. We were playing stickball. And yeah. if I got two Hank Aarons, I would give one to Rico, and he'd give me uh, yeah, Clemente yeah, yeah. because we, we didn't want two Hank Aarons back then. All right, so now you've gone through a whole slab, 10 cards, let's say, for the sake of conversation. I Then I see them as you, as you hold up the card – Talk about the player. You always give a little history in the player if you know him. Then you put it in a sleeve. 
Yes. Now, what do you do? Do you mail out to sleeves right away? Uh, when do the We ship within two days. Now, if it's a big hit, if it's a big card, we'll send it to PSA, Beckett, or SGC for a free grade uh, for the customers. You know, as long as uh, everything's good, we'll send it out. If not, we'll put it in a sleeve. I usually give a little price history. I usually start with what the tens are worth because that's the highest value. And if it's worth something really nice, or sometimes a customer will say that used to be my grandfather's friend or my neighbor, uh, we'll grade it for free. We'll send it out. We'll come back to JRI. We'll have a grade parade. We, we show all the graded cards. We do about 20 per week. We send a lot of cards out for free grading services. And then we ship it out to you. If it doesn't make the cut for a free grade, then we just put it in a sleeve. Like I, I, I actually, for the first, like a 50-year-old pack, I touch it for like eight seconds. It goes in the sleeve, and then we ship it right out to you uh, within two days. Nice. And we have a whole dashboard, and we're going to go over this on the day of the national as if we were there, but for a live audience. We have a whole dashboard. Your customer account will show you cards you pulled, cards that are about to be pulled from certain packs, and it's all predicated on when they sell out. Charlie, what do the Dolly Girls do? Ah, the Dolly Ah, the Dolly Dollar Girls. The Dolly Dollar, what did I say? Dolly? The Dolly Dollar Girls. You said Dolly Girls. Oh, Dolly, Dolly Dollar Girls, yeah. That's hello, Dolly, yeah. yeah. But back to Jen, any other questions? Did you understand the whole process? No, no, yeah, no I do right. have, I do have, no, I do have some more questions. Oh, go ahead. When you, on the buy-in, does that buy-in price include shipping? Jeez. Shipping's always free. That's a real Shipping's good Shipping's always price. free. Now, it's what we have good. introduced lately, now, you know, we have the packs, right? Yeah. You got to sell spots. Now we have shot packs. Figure around 1996 up to the modern era, they're right here. Mm. All from sealed boxes. Mm. You can buy the whole pack. Now, what makes this special is that's a 96 basketball, Kobe Bryant's rookie card, sealed foil pack. Mm. We got Steph Curry, 2009, possible rookie card. His card out of 50s worth up to a million dollars. It could be in this pack I'm holding right now, but you can buy the whole pack and they're called shop packs. we got every sport. Uh, Tom, we pulled a Tom Brady out of this 2000 Bowman. Nice. Pack wow. fresh right out of the pack. So it's a 23 there. year old pack. Yeah. It's sealed and you can buy the whole pack and you hope for Tom Brady. Uh, Otani's hot right now. Of course, as we all know, we got the Jeter 93. And then we go Tiger Woods. But hold on, Charlie. On. You're saying you can buy the whole pack. So do you give the the viewer an opportunity to buy the whole pack? And if, if you don't have someone bite, do you open that pack up yourself and sell them individually? If tonight you buy a pack during our show, if you buy this pack, yeah. shop pack, no spots, Rico. You get the whole pack. There are right. five cards in here. I will open it that night. There's no wait. Oh, that's very cool. Well, put me down for 20, what, 25 bucks? No, <laughs> Our shop packs go from 100 up to about $1,000. Oh, the highest end one right oh, now we yeah. have. That's, this uh, is a very tough pack to find. Yeah. No, $2,000 yeah, for Steph Curry's rookie year. Could be. That is cool. $1,000, over $1,000 for the just for the pack. Yeah. That you may get 12 cl- uh, clunkers or you may get the Curry or Harden rookie card. That's All right, true. so Charlie, you you. It's exciting. You, I know it's it's yeah. great. It's a great concept. Yeah, Charlie. So you, but the entertainment well, part of it is huge. Yeah, what no, he well, does. That's it's the huge. Thing. Charlie, the um, you talked about uh, the process. You talked about points. Is there anything else that you offer that we haven't discussed relative to how the whole process works during our live stream? Maybe two to five times during the night, we have the dollar dollar girls. The Dollar Dollar Girls will give me a, give the show host a little break. Uh, we walk over to our little bar over there and relax. But the Dollar Dollar Girl, and I got one here in the studio. Hey, <laughs> hey. she'll come on. Hi, Dollar Dollar Girl. <laughs> That's one of the Dollar Dollar Girls. She'll come on and she'll do a special, meaning uh, for the next fifteen minutes, this twenty percent off or double points. Or uh, we have wheel spins during the show. We have a, go, get, go get a red light. Yeah. <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollar girl. I, I hope, I hope he, you, you, he, she asked you for a raise. I think you should give her a raise. You should give her a chicken nugget uh, or a slice of pizza if she sells anything out. She's got the dollar gun. It shoots the dollars all over oh, me. That's all right. Awesome. That's what it That's is. Great. That's cool. That's what he gets. And she'll come out with these lights. And if it next five people will get a thousand points and then she'll we'll announce when it sells out. 
we give the we randomize those people and somebody will get uh, points and yeah, it's a little fun to it. It gives that's me a little break. Gives, yeah, uh, Nick that's what show it's, host. it's yeah. entertainment. That's man. great. Now, that's what about hold job. on? What about Money Marco? Where does he fit in? Money, Money Marco? Marco, he used to do the specials, but I thought girls would be a little bit more of a breakup uh, during the show. He'll come on once in a while. So I mean, he's still employed. You didn't lay him off. Oh no, no, no. He's still he, he's working harder now. Uh, he does all most of the support and all the marketing for JRI on that end, and he does a fantastic job. And he bought the, he went to pick up the pizzas for us. Oh, nice. That was the most important thing, job job duty he has. <laughs> and we have a cigar box, too. And in there, I got old cards from the 50s oh. and 60s. If it lands on the cigar box, you get items in there. So we make the show fun, exciting, and a chance, again, the core, to pull a great card out of one of these shop packs or our regular ones. Uh, all sports. We got over 70 shop packs and maybe about Not over sports. 100 of the products. Charlie, what about non-sports cards? Non-sport, pretty popular. Uh, I got had a couple here that we do. Garbage Pail, they still make them today. Very popular. We go for the 85, the first series. Uh, I'm not going to disparage the 890, uh, the today's cards, but this is the original 85 that came out. And people tend to gravitate, whether it's a 52 tops, the first card issued out there. Hulk Hogan's always popular. Uh, Star Wars, Superman, Batman, anything else? Uh, How about Three Stooges? Stooges? Three Stooges. That's real popular. Three Stooges, yeah. yeah. We have a 66-pack up there. I can't uh, I can't have all the packs are all kind of locked up, but we oh, have a yeah. Three Stooges pack. Uh, Superman from 1966, the original black and white uh, show. Uh, and we do some of the Superman also. Charlie, back- there's a, uh, I heard through the grapevine that there's going to be a major uh, Three Stooges auction coming up. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, my friend Richard Cohen's uh, unloading all his Stooge memorabilia and some of his cards at a Heritage auction July 29th. I mean, he's got an amazing, um, just mind-blowing collection. As a matter of fact, very interesting, I picked up, because Richard and I go back 20 years, um, I he bought, I was at a flea market, and I picked up one of those Curly Howard punching bags. <laughs> And he bought it for, I says, do you have any use for it? He says, I'll buy it. And I wound up selling it to him. This is going back about 12. Yeah, he bought a lot of items. Larry's violin, uh, all the documents. Talk about sign. You get a chance, you browse through it. You got to be really into the Three Stooges, which I still watch today. I do. Uh, They're still on, yeah. Ellen and I, Ellen and I, we we watch on MeTV. Yeah, MeTV. We watch two episodes a week. Yeah, I don't like. Oh, I know the I wa- Cur- You got to go with Curly, though. Yeah. You got to go with. Curly. No, but I like. Uh, I like uh, the other two guys too. Oh, Laurel, Larry. Larry, Laurel, and Hardy. Oh, they're good. Oh, oh, they're, they're oh Laurel and Hardy. Oh, they're great, also. Nah. <laughs> what do you mean that? Overrated. Get out of here! Come you on, kidding me? You kidding me? How about with the tie? I brought the sixty-one out of the safe. That's our national giveaway, which nice. ends July 29th. It's been going for about six, seven weeks right now, and that's the pack we're going to open Saturday night here, Charlie. On our- Giveaway. Another question that I meant to ask you. So, you don't do a pack opening until there are all the spots are sold. On the graded on the graded packs, right. they got to be sold. We cannot is, take them out of here until they're sold. Is there ever a time when you don't sell all the spots and you pull it? Hmm. No, we wait. We wait till they sell out, and they do sell out. Uh, the older packs, the more expensive, they take a little bit more time. Yeah. You know, if you got yeah. a seventy-one basketball, that may take a month or two to sell out. Now, people right. in there know. That that's their only chance to reserve their spot in there. Uh, yeah. Some of them were rare items, but the shop packs we have here, we open those up. You buy a shop pack, we're opening that 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 night, guaranteed. While we're live, uh, open up any of those shop packs. You know, we got these cool 2003 packs, a Yankee autograph in every one. Mm. Uh, the shop packs are great because people don't. A lot of people don't want to wait. I hear what you're saying. They want to wait a couple of weeks, maybe a month for some of the rare. Like we have a '67. Double cello mixer, the mantle series. That's going to take a little time to sell out because it's going to cost you a little bit awesome. uh, to get in there when you have a chance to pull a high grade card. Yeah, but do people pull out? Do they pull out? Or I mean, oh, I know you'll give them the, you know, right? If they ever want it out before, yes, we will. But they usually, we yeah. things sell out. We're live five nights a week. If Absolutely. you watch our show, we're opening up a lot of items 
on each show. Yeah. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. <clears throat> Charlie's in the house. We're going to bring in Scott Russell from the Collector Connection from the floor of the National. I think he's just setting up now. Mm. But so we can get kind of a feel for what's mm. going on. Charlie, you're going to stay with us, right? Sure. Good. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Family-owned and operated online auction, specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalier and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you are a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on the tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden Auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport, Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions, here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. Hey, I'm Mike Petroselli. 
If your company is looking for the best in marketing and promotional items, you'll hit a home run with Petroselli Marketing. With over 8,000 suppliers and 650,000 imprint-ready items, we can get your company the visibility it needs to get your maximum exposure. Whether it be office promotions, wearables, automotive, sports items, and everything in between, Petroselli Marketing can do it all. Our design staff will even work with you from concept to delivery and customize your products. At Petroselli Marketing Group, we will get your brand in front of your audience. Contact us at info at PetroselliMKT.com or call us at 603-880-3202. That's Petroselli Marketing, where no dream is impossible. That's right, folks. And printed products keeps your brand in front of your customers more than any other form of advertising. That's a fact. For the best on-time service and new ideas for your next project, give Petroselli Marketing Group a call at 800. It's free. It's not free. 800? It is? Sure. 800-264-4294 or go to their website, not mine, Petroselli, P-E-T-R-O-C-E-L-L-I-M-K-T dot com. Now, yeah, he's my son, all right? Yeah, actually, Rico is the head of the maintenance. Best. He's the head of maintenance. Yeah, I clean the bathrooms and uh, clean the floors. No, but it's a great company. I started it years ago. My kid took it over, and uh, he wants to take care of his father. So, And by the <laughs> way, free pens for the entire country. Free pens. <laughs> Free pens. Free pens for the entire no, He does everything. But uh, there's just a lot of competition, but he's good. Anyway, that's, that's that. All right. In a couple of seconds, we're going to bring in our good friend, Scotty Russell. From Scotty! The, from the, uh, the National. Uh, we are spinning our magic to get in, uh, get Scott here. Scott is on the floor of the National. Yeah. Guaranteed he's got to be next to the food <laughs> right next to the food stand. Scott. Dish pizza. No, hey, I think, see, I think he, uh, yeah, right? No, Scotty, are you in your car? I, I'm still in my van, yeah. <laughs> what happened? You haven't gotten in yet? I, I'm in. I'm waiting for somebody to move so I can pull up to my booth. Oh. <laughs> All right, Scott, what is the, uh, what's the vibe there? No, I know it's loading day, so it's just aggravation right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think everybody's excited to be here. You know, it's, it's always a big thing, you know, once a year. You know, I know you're excited to be here when you get here, so. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I, you know, this, this is the one time that Ellen and I, we kind of, it's work, but it's also a little vacation kind of, just to see friends, see a lot of people we only see once a year. By the way, look at Scott, he's a, Jersey, he's got a great American collectibles. Hey, the occasion. Yep. Charlie, we should nice we got to get one in the mail to you too. Um, it's probably still in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you know Charlie, right from JRI cards? Yeah, you know, no, not real well, but know him to see him. Yeah, Good. I bought from your auction before. He got a great site. Great, oh, great. Oh, site. Okay, well, thank you. Um, now I feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I, 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 I've talked about this a zillion times. Uh, Collect the Connection is a very unique uh, auction house. Uh, everything starts from five bucks to twenty-five bucks, but you have your niche. You know what your, your what, you know you know what direction you have to go in, and as a result, the the, the I've used you a couple of times. I was thrilled with the results of items that I gave you. Now in your auction, you have a fifty-two mantle. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I always joke. I said, I, I'm aiming for the day when I can't remember how many of them I've had. <laughs> this is number four, so we're not there yet. <laughs> but yeah, we have a really nice SGC2 mantle in the current auction. Uh, presents well, centered well, a little bit of a tilt to the image, which is pretty typical. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty special card for the grade. Fantastic. Now, uh, when does the auction end, Scott? August 6th. And what, what are some of the other cool items. I mean, there's a, just a uh, ton the, of them. The thing that's kind of most exciting to me is actually the 82-83 All-Star Wrestling complete set break. Uh, we, had, we, we PSA graded the entire set, all three series, and that's never been offered as a break like that before. Are you selling them individually? Yep. Smart. Yep. Every, the way we do it, every single card. Scott, what do you, uh, what do you look to get out of the, uh, the national? I mean, sell 
stuff. And no, we, we don't do any you know, buying and selling. It's all either picking up consignments and also you know previewing uh, future auctions. Like we have a near T206 set coming up this fall, which we'll have here on preview. So you don't, I mean, I know there's a lot of horse trading that goes on there. I've witnessed it between some of the bigger uh, uh, auction houses. So you will not buy a piece from somebody else? No. Very interesting. Very, no, very we don't. We really thought, because I obviously I started as a dealer, like a lot of us did, and I, I kind of decided it was a conflict of interest for me to have my own stuff in the auction, because if I have my stuff and I have a consigner stuff, who am I going to be more inclined to promote? That's a great point. That's a very, very good very point. Very unselfish. Yeah, nice. that's a very, very good point. Uh, uh, now, um, where is your, I'm going to ask you the question, I don't know if you can answer it, your booth number. Do you have any idea? Ten. 1032. 1032. And where are you? And you know, it's funny because, uh, as Scotty knows, uh, we're doing a series of videos yeah. with yeah. our sponsors. We hired a cameraman. So last night, I, Ellen said, I'm really bored. She says, I have, this is like I have nothing to do. I said, I've got a great little project for you. At the... No, yeah. No, last minute. night. Oh, okay. So I said, why don't you go into the national directory and... and Find out where all of our sponsors are, what booth numbers they are. So she came up with the That's list great. of booth numbers so we don't have to go crazy walking mm -hmm. all over trying to find Scott or trying to find Al or trying to find uh, Brian Dwyer. Mm -hmm. So we have yeah. our list. So but I, I wanted to ask you, were you in the room when she was bored? Oh, God, no. I was watching me TV. I was yeah, watching right. Nash. Maybe you were in the room. That's why she was bored? Oh, that could be. Very, <laughs> very, very good. But anyways, we're going to be doing a series of... Uh, uh, videos, uh, That's and good, yeah. so we're going to go do like three or four minute video with Scott at his booth, uh, talking about what he has, when the auction ends, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if mm -hmm. you notice here, we have a copy, and this is going to stay here going forward. This is a copy of a book that Ellen and I with, uh, wrote uh, with Rico. It's called mm -hmm. An All Stars Cardboard Memories. It's a it really is a good book. Uh, we won the Ben Franklin Bronze Medal. Um, it's a, it's a story about Rico and his experiences playing with or against 56 Hall of Famers. Famers yeah. He played oh, wow. with or against 56 Hall of Famers, of which you were very close with m most of them. And well, I helped a lot of them get there. Right. So uh, Joe Orlando helped us with the book. We, Rico talks about his experience with them. Joe talks about the cards and the value of the cards. We're going to be selling the book. You can buy it online if you go to TomZappalaMedia.com. And the reason, you can go to Amazon, but if you go to Amazon, you're not going to get it signed. If you go to TomZappalaMedia.com, the book will be signed by myself, Ellen, and Rico. Uh, I don't even, I think it's 30 bucks plus shipping is 5 bucks or whatever the hell it is. But if you go to TomZappalaMedia, you can order it, and you will get a signed copy from the three of us, uh, which... You know, not because of Ellen and I, but because of Rico, will become a collector's item. So uh, you can go online. It's called an All Stars Cardboard Memory. It's we had a, you and I had a lot of fun with the interviews. Oh yeah, I it interviewed Rico in delis and bar rooms. I would. T it was great. Like, tell me about uh, Mickey Mantle. I'd put my little tape down. We'd be having a cocktail, having a pizza, and he'd start talking. Good stuff. Well, uh, that's Scotty, that's nice. yeah. um, your website address, if people want to start bidding? www.thecollectorconnection.com. Really look that's forward to seeing you, uh, as always. Uh, you got to be excited that you're there, man. Oh, that's great. Do you cheap out, or do you have dinner one night at Gibson's? Um, I usually hit Fogo to Chow. And then I ha actually have uh, two dinners to attend, so I don't know how many free other free nights I have. So, well, we we have to do Gibson's one night. We have to do Gibson's one night. It's a great restaurant. Sounds good. Yeah. Charlie, your website address and the giveaway. Me, jricards.com. J-R-I, just like on a little banner right there yeah. on that banner. And nice. may I say a little trailer, a little sneak peek. By the end of the week, we're going to be listing this '67 cello. Look who's on the back. The mantle, mantle Mickey on the Mandel. Back. Yeah, oh right. yeah. And the giveaway, the big, the big giveaway is the giveaway is the sixty-one Fleer. Uh, ends July 29th. We're also giving out over seventeen shot packs, absolutely free. 
Just to make a purchase, you get an entry to win a card in a 61 or any of our many shot packs that we have over 70 looking for true GOATs, Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, hold during the early, late 90s, early 2000s. Fantastic. We're going to be broadcasting on Friday from 1 to 3 in the Burka stage. If you're at the National, please just stop by, say hi to us. Yeah. We have such a great following. I'd like to say hi, meet some of our great viewers and supporters. Scott, we we look forward to seeing you either Friday or Saturday. I'll text you. (laughs) We're going to be there. Scott, make sure you have nice makeup on and a tuxedo. That's that's And he's got to wear the shirt. He's got to wear the shirt. All right, with that being said, Charlie Boy, thank you so much. Great great having you on. Scott, thank you so much. See you in a couple of uh, days. Rico, I'll see you when we get back. By the way, the show next Friday is the first hour. The show the week after is the second hour of the national show. We're going to be taping it and then showing the first hour and the second hour over the next two weeks. With that being said to our yeah. viewers and listeners, thank you for all your support. And by the way, don't forget to watch another Gax moment with Tom Zappala. We're going to be putting up one a week. Christy, right? One a week. Can't that being wait, said. Uh, you guys can't wait up to see that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, it's very good, by the way. Happy collecting. Either. Yeah, okay. Take care, guys. Salute.